0: Hello, this is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Friday the 17th of July. Globally, it was another day bringing surprises, eight of them and only one shock. Nevertheless, it's the one shock I will be concentrating on today, the unexpected fall in the University of Michigan's July Consumer Sentiment Index. Background: The US Shocks and Surprises Index has absolutely rocketed up At the end of this week, it stood at plus 1.53, which is a high brighter than the early May nadir of minus 1.05 was bleak. If you were looking for something to illustrate a V-shaped recovery, this chart is what you're looking for. The problem is that this chart is mostly capturing the data from the time when it looked like coronavirus was spent in the US. But that optimism was premature. Already, by the third week in June, the seven-day average infections tally had inflected up. Since then, it has also taken off like a rocket, from 22k a day in mid-June to around 62k a day now. And as June wore on, this would become difficult to ignore. The rise in the average death rate arrived later. It didn't inflect up until July the 7th, and so far is less spectacular. Uh, currently running at 755, up from the low point of 546. My guess is it's got further to go. I don't think that June's data is capturing that impact, but maybe confidence indicators are. Today, the Uni of Michigan's consumer sentiment index dropped 6.3% on the month to 73.2. That's almost fully reversed May's gains And isn't that far off the low of 71.8 recorded in April? What's doing the damage is expectations down 8.4% with the COVID resurgence getting the blame. In particular, the comments accompanying the survey make the point that COVID resurgence will demand further fiscal action and improvisations, which the electoral timetable almost certainly makes impossible. I think that was the Uni of Michigan editorialising, incidentally, rather than repeating the views put to them, but even so, it seemed a sensible, if worrying, observation. And this survey is not the only one reflecting rising worry. On Monday this week, I highlighted the New York Fed's monthly survey of expectations. While it's usually the inflation expectations which grab the headlines, this time the survey was interesting for its detailed broader picture of how people are thinking what came out is that there are significant worries about labour markets. On the plus side, the probability of losing your job in the next 12 months fell 3.6 percentage points to 15%, which is effectively the long-term average. But on the other hand, if you did lose your job, the perceived chances of finding another one within three months continued to fall to just 47.6% against a long-term average of 55.2%. And with that insecurity, we find the expectation of wage growth slumping 40 basis points to just 1.6%. And that's a record low for the series. And of course, that fragility ramifies further into decision making. Chances of moving house within the next year slipped a further 71 basis points to 15.7%. Again, that's against a series average of just under 19%. Now, that's not what the house building industry is betting on. The House Builders Confidence Indicator for June rose 14 points to 72, which is the best since pre-COVID March. Current sales index rose 16 points to 79, six months sales expectations rose seven points to 75 and buyers traffic up 15 points to 58. The builders are banking on demand for lower density housing. And I quote, flight to the suburbs is real. Also, the Small Business Optimism Index for June was similarly boisterous, rising 6.6% to 100.6, which was the highest since February, and views on likely sales, the general business climate, and labour markets all picked up sharply. However, that business optimism may not be quite all it seems. The July surveys for both the Empire State Manufacturing Index and the Philadelphia Fed Business Outlook Survey, which are the classic early indicators, rose sharply, yes, and beat expectations this week. But when you drill down into the detail, they share something beyond their current optimism. And that's a shadow of worry creeping over the six-month outlook that simply wasn't there a month ago. The Philly Fed six month outlook index fell 30.3 points, 30.3 points to 36. The Empire State index uh, six month outlook down 18.1 points to 38.4. These are fairly dramatic downward reassessments. In both cases, six month optimism effectively halved. And remember, as I say, these are taken as the classic early indicators for the US industrial economy. The obvious conclusion is this, the resurgence of COVID-19 plus the electoral calendar are combining to undermine both consumer and business confidence. This is not yet wholly clear, but the signals are there if you look for them. And this is no foundation for a particularly dramatic broad based rebound in the next 12 months. So we should consider that rocketing V-shaped rebound in the US shocks and surprises index with considerable caution. That's it for today. Thank you for listening and if you got something out of it, and I certainly hope you did, please help spread the word about the bulletin, perhaps by recommending it to your colleagues. If you'd like to know more about cold water economics, please feel free to contact me, Michael Taylor, on mjtcoldwater at fastmail.com.